powered by fantasytickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports and you like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make everything happen for our show, for our business, and they help you guys out. TennesseeTickets.com, May 9th, NFL schedule release. Titan single game tickets right there. TennesseeTickets.com for a fantastic price. TennesseeTickets.com is where to go. Also, Renters Warehouse, they can help you several different ways through this pandemic. Renters Warehouse, they are the professional landlords in the Nashville area. To find out how much your home can rent for, go to Renters Warehouse. Dot com Mandu, the pulse of fitness. One 15-minute workout at Mandu simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. Your first workout is free. Again, 15-minute workout. That sounds ridiculous, but it's real. Your first workout's free. When Mandu's open back up across the country, that's how we can all jumpstart our fitness to achieving our goals at Mandu.com. The Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency, giving you relief by saving you an average of 20% on your personal insurance, TuckerTN.com is where to go. Calvin and Subtle Hardwood and Finishings, taking CDC precautions to service Middle Tennessee hardwood flooring needs. Uh, 615, here's the number, 615-448-6414 for an appointment. Calvin and Subtle Hardwood, CalvinandSubtle.com. Zach, uh, are you still there? I'm seeing you having some issues on uh, on Can Periscope. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, I, it doesn't look like you can see me, though. I can't see you. I can't. I can see you personally, but nobody can see. Zach just went dark. Says L Boogie. Maybe this is punishment. Oh, Buck says he's back. So he's back. Okay, we're good. Hey! We, we powered through it. Good news on a Friday. We went down with bad internet, and oh my gosh, he's back. <laughs> Rob says that was the best Zach has looked all week. Oh, shade, taking shots. Shade on a Rob Friday. has been taking shots all damn week. Don't make me put your ass in timeout again, Rob. I will. I will. Buck says keep trucking through, power through this show. Zach, we made it. We survived the internet hiccup. I, I, I think this means good news for this show. So, Zach, positivity, not just because we survived the internet hiccup, but because sports leagues you're actually talking about realistic plans to come back this summer yeah well i think everybody is itching and it, and it looks like and i don't want to speak for big cities and big states that have been affected greatly by the coronavirus like new york and california and washington but sports are starting to trend back everybody is starting to try to trend back and that date looks to be like may 1st right that that's kind of when everything is going to settle in and we are at least going to start the first phase of getting back to normalcy. And we all know in America, we love sports. Everybody loves sports. A majority of people love sports. And golf has talked about a schedule. Baseball came back this week, and they are trying to figure out a way, and in a very strange way, but to play their regular season, possibly in their spring training locations in Arizona and Florida, divide up the teams. And the winner of those two city leagues, if you want to call them, would be a World Series champion. At least they're trying college football. They've talked a little bit about that. Committees have been formed with, with uh, I mean, some big hitters like Dana White and Mark Cuban and Robert Kraft with uh, the president. So we're trying, and that's a big thing. You, you know, you got to set a plan before you can get back. But we're going to have to feel and see something before that emotion gets back to Americans all over this country. Right. And Trey says uh, the return of sports would positively impact the overall mental health of America. 
I, I think most people agree with what Tress just said there on Periscope. We need sports as a society. We need them for moral reasons, morale, uh, to keep morale high, but also financially because of how uh, sports can help drive an economy and drive our American economy, drive our business, drive uh, collegiate sports. And, and football, football it makes everything else go round. We know that, especially at the collegiate level. And that but, will happen in, in 50 years, guaranteed. That will be the number one sport that makes this world, and this more this country, this country go around in 50 years. It will be football, no other sport. So here's the question we want to toss out to you guys first, first uh, off the bat. Which sport is most important for us to get back to normalcy? So think about this, answer your question, which sport, is most important for us as a society to get back to normalcy. G-Man on base says football is king. Well, I think and I believe football is king in our society and right now, that it's not the first thing that needs to come back with the most important sport that needs to come back for us to get back to normalcy. Because honestly, Zach, I feel like something, there's one, there's one league, one pro sport that has to come back successfully for us to be even thinking about having football season on time. So I don't know how you feel about this question. That's my little tease. Uh, but w how do you answer this question? Then I'll get to – I mean, all the Periscope comments are saying football, 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 football. Well, I'll answer this in defined, in my mind, by normalcy, right? And I, I understand where you're going to go. It's not the direction that I'm going to go. So, look, we may have a show here. Scott says baseball. Lewis says NASCAR. Chad says basketball. It has the least number of players. David says baseball. Need to see someone start a season. Jake says the NBA needs to come back and lead the way. Chad also says, what about tennis to, to get there? I don't I define normalcy as normal, right? Normal. I'll give you an example. And this is weird, but my wrist. You know, I've been struggling with wrist problems. Yes. Well, last week, half of my fingers went numb. Oh, that's and, great. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of worried about it. I was stretching it out, and all of a sudden, my fingers went numb. It's been a week, and my fingers have started to come back, right? But it's not normal. It's probably about 90%, 80%. So I define normal as really what we feel. Here's where I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical that even... I think golf will make us feel a little bit, but not completely normal. I think the NBA coming back, they are going to come back without fans. I, I, that's just my opinion. I think that we've kind of – that's what the trend has been to be safe because safety is first, sports is second, third, fourth, wherever you want to put it. The NBA without fans is not going to feel normal. Without crowd noise, with just the squeaks, especially it's not going to feel normal, and we talked about – you know, if they start the playoffs and let's say LeBron James or Anthony Davis or Kawhi Leonard or one of them tests positive for coronavirus, they're going to have to go into a 14-day quarantine. That's just oh, it's going to happen. That's going to greatly affect – that's not going to be normal. So what I think to answer the question, and the question is, which sport is most important for us to get back to normalcy? I believe that it is college football. And the reason why it's college football, I like pro football better than college football. That's documented. But you on still this love show. college football. Oh, I, I love. It. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, you I love, I both love things. It. Yeah. But the one thing that we both agree on, Austin, is that college football brings out the most passion, right? 
passion, passion being a part of 100,000. I agree with the president as far as what he said yesterday is when Alabama football comes back with 110,000 people in their stadium, then you know you have normalcy. When you're not worried about coughing or you're not worried about a mask or gloves or six feet away. I don't think it's going to happen right off the bat this fall, but once college football comes back, that's when the passion of sport and the feeling, I think, kind of just ingrains in so many sports fans all over this country. And we, we talked about this, I believe it was last week, Austin. When you cheer for a college football team, the best part about it is you have a dog in the hunt. If you went to that school, you paid hard-earned money to get that education. You care a little bit more than the Jacksonville Jaguars, if you're a fan of them, of casually going to the game. Sure. College football is the singular thing that get us back to normalcy. And the last thing that I'll say, Austin, is for the kids. Trick loved the kids. America loved the kids. The kids getting back to school that's an important thing that brings normalcy. Yeah. All right. A to Z sports. I'll kind of branch off of what Zach just said there. I still have the one pro sport that I think is the key for football starting on time. We'll get to that in a second. Read more of your comments of which sport is most important for us to get back to normalcy. So get your answers ready. We'll read more of your answers. Which sport is most important for us to get back to normalcy. But before we get to that and my answer, Zach, Tucker Agency, they'll help you feel like your income is more normal by saving you some big money in your insurance. They absolutely would, and, and that's why we partnered with them. Will Tucker, the owner of uh, Tucker Agency, came to us and we're like, look, we need to help middle Tennesseans that maybe have fallen on hard times, maybe have lost their jobs. I mean, millions and millions of people have lost their jobs. You've got to strategize. You've got to get clever of how to get some income back. And one of the ways to do it is to restructure your, your insurance policy, whether it's your home or your auto or maybe your valuables that you have, your rental properties, Airbnbs, your boat, just the umbrella of your entire policy. Well, Tucker Agency is here to help. TuckerTN.com. That's TuckerTN.com. Give them a call. Go online. Contact them. They can help you out. 615 330 5059 is their number. Will Tucker will help you. I promise. He's a local guy. He went to MBA right here in Nashville. He's created this agency for the people. And through these tough times, maybe you get a little extra scratch that you need to put food on the table, to pay some bills by restructuring your insurance. And here's another tidbit about the Tucker agency. 20%, that's what you need to know. Customers save on average over 20% when they call the Tucker Agency. That's TuckerTN.com. All right, A to Z Sports. Also, subscribe to our podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Search A to Z Sports. You get this show, Bucks Primetime Show, a Tighten Up podcast, a Big Orange podcast, and a Preds podcast seasonally. So at A to Z Sports, wherever you get. A bucket that ass at the Tucker Agency insures mustaches, Zach. It absolutely does. Stash insurance. This this needs some insurance because very, very valuable. Look, you got to fight fire with fire. The only way that kills coronavirus is a well-groomed mustache. Uh, that's true. Jared okay, Goff so, even knows. Yeah, Jared Goff was kind of weak. Now, I'm not one to judge other people's <laughs> mustaches, but I did think Jared Goff was weak. So which sport is most important for us to get back to normalcy? I think football is the most powerful thing in Sports in America, not necessarily uh, the globe, because football is for that. And a lot of soccer answers have been going on on Periscope. 
uh, G-Man, I believe it was, says soccer has the fans that are most like football fans in America and soccer and football from – Let me say something real quick about soccer. America has been affected, and that's the numbers, right? I'm going by scientific fact of the numbers that we know has been affected – as far as tests of the the virus running rampant because of the size of our country, it's been the United States of America. Italy and Spain have been hit hard by the coronavirus. I don't want to diminish that. But the United States of America, this, this invisible virus, as they say, has crept into our country. That's why I think that the, the American sport is more important. For, for us. I mean, yes. So Kelkin said the Major League Baseball, because it'll – allow us to see how we feel about attending an outdoor sporting event first. I think golf is the most likely to come back first, right? Because literally I can go play golf. Now I can go play golf right after the show. If I want to, because the nature of golf is social distancing, especially with my drive off the tee. But we also know that golf is a niche sport in America. When it comes to what we are interested in, we are interested in golf four or five times a year, uh, really at most, uh, for general generic golf fans. But then I think baseball is probably next because baseball is spread out. There's social distancing there. There's not a lot of human contact contact there with baseball, and it is outdoors, and I think that will probably be second to come back. But I think the sport that holds the most power, that holds the key to us having football on time is the NBA. If the NBA can successfully play its playoffs, then I think that will make everybody feel more confident about football starting on time or as close to on time as possible. Why the NBA? Because you've got star power where if if that athletes- hurts you though, Austin. That's the problem with your argument. Star power actually hurts you in this scenario. You haven't even heard my argument. I'm I'm talking about if the NBA completes its playoffs successfully, then that means star power has bought in to going through the process and putting themselves at risk and have come out on the other side. I'm so you're saying about, nobody getting COVID-19. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying if the NBA can successfully complete its playoffs, there's going to be some COVID so Define that, that success for me because that's important. If they crown an NBA Finals champion based off of games being played. See, that's where I disagree with you. Because if an NBA champion is crowned, and like I said before, a star, if Giannis Antetokounmpo gets COVID-19 and the Bucks get knocked out in the second round because he has a 14-day quarantine and they still complete the, the, the champion, that champion will be skewed. That will be tainted. But that's not what I'm, ta- not I'm not six- talking about. That's like- not normal. You can sigh, but that's not normal. Because you're not understanding the point of the conversation. The conversation is for football to start on time, not for how we will remember the 2020 NBA champion. Because let's face it. No, no, no. no. The point of the conversation. Read the question. Read the question. The question is which sport is most important for us to get back to normalcy? Because the answer is obviously football. And college football comes one week before the NFL. 
But I, I feel like the NFL is more likely to start on time than college football because there's no student-athlete impact aspect when it comes to the NFL. It's employees. You're getting paid for this, so you can help. You can quarantine them easier if you need to to get the NFL back where college football relies more on gate money than it does TV contracts or the NFL can mostly roll forward better, better off with just TV contracts and without fans. But I'm trying to tell you what I think is most important and holds a key for football starting on time, and that is the NBA successfully completing its playoffs this summer. And if they can crown a champion, and if they can create a bubble scenario, whether it's in Las Vegas or another city, to play playoff games in series and actually hand the trophy to a team, then I think now that means means that other athletes will feel more comfortable about doing it. It's not baseball because they're not swapping sweat. They're not guarding each other. In baseball, they're so spread out. In the NBA... Well, there's also dugouts. I mean, th- this virus Yeah, but in dugouts, need- Zach, you can control where you're positioned in a dugout. I mean, let's be, let's be real. You can, you can say... Let's oh, be I'm real. Thinking- no, you can't. A dugout, you're sitting next to somebody. You're not six feet away. You, Zach, there's space in dugouts. Like, Half the time, the starting pitcher is like 15 feet further from the next guy. Like, you can space each other out in dugouts. The pitcher's in the bullpen. (laughs) No, the starting pitcher is not in the bullpen. The starting pitcher goes into the dugout every every other inning, not to the bullpen. And they're right next to the the teammates. Again, you're being petty. Like, like understand, it's the act of the sport that, that has to be played. You've got to have contact on contact between athletes and have those guys come out successful on the other end. That's why I think the NBA holds a lot of power here. And I just I I adamantly disagree. Scott Scott says you're absolutely right, Zach. I agree with you. You'll get a like for that, Scott. You you know what's going on. If you would have prefaced your 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 comment like college football normal, right? That is really normal. The NBA without fans. And if, in fact, a player has to sit out of their playoffs because they get coronavirus, that is not normal. You don't get back to normalcy. Zach, I'm answering the question. Zach, I, I, I answered the question, and I and I, I answered the question, and then I brought up my own opinion, a different opinion than the question necessarily. I said the most important is football, and college football happens before the NFL by one week. So – now I'm saying the sport that holds the biggest key to us having football on time is the NBA. Like, I don't think we're going to have football on time if the NBA does not have its own playoffs. I don't, th- I, I don't think we can do that. For football to start on time, in my opinion, I think the NBA has to successfully operate a playoff bubble and crown a champion so we've got somebody doing it first. And then maybe football can take that and implement it in its plans for this fall. Does that and make I sense? Will, I will say the NBA is, besides football, is the second most popular American sport in the country. And that's important, right? Popularity breeds ratings. You mentioned star power. I just have a very, very big fear like Von Miller just got it yesterday. You, you, everybody saw that. Sure. Von Miller is a Jay Glazer got scooped on it. Yeah, Von Miller got coronavirus. That was public knowledge. My fear, because of the media, of how we treat things, especially in this society we live in, which is a very weird one right now, 
is if, in fact, a star player gets it, the whole thing comes crumbling down. That And, and th- th- that's my only uh, retort to what you are saying Okay, is if that star player gets it, the only safe way and the only thing because we don't have a vaccine to combat the coronavirus is quarantine for 14 days. And that's detrimental to a team if you're a star player. Yes, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying then, and because Scott Weaver says they still may cancel the NBA season, Austin. Yeah, I know that. And if that happens, football's not starting in September. That's my point. Is that I think in order for football to start games in September, with or without fans, just games, players on the field playing the sport, in order for that to happen, I think the NBA first has to complete their playoffs. And in, in, in however, in whatever way it does, I think. So I'll, NBA, I'll ask you a follow up. Okay. What do you think is the likeliness or percentage of that happening? The NBA completing, in your personal opinion, it's at some point this summer. Do you think that it's going to happen though? I think there's probably like a fifteen to twenty percent chance of the NBA completing its playoffs this summer. Wow, that's a very low percentage. Yeah. So you don't think that football's good? You, you're you're more glass half empty, right? Because again, like the state of Tennessee is generally okay, right? But it's where these big hot spots are. It's New York, it's L.A., it's Boston, it's about to be the big metropolitan, like Detroit. Those areas are going to be so much further behind. Yeah, Buckethead says we, Zach's we, right, so it takes – Buckethead says Zach is right, though. It takes one guy to get it, they'll shut it down, and then we're back to square one. And it's just very easy to get it Zach because it can be a- asymptomatic. There are just so many things like – and this is my personal opinion on it. I think a lot more people have it than have ever been reported. I think that it is just completely masked over our country. Now, I've got my own personal opinions on whose fault that is, but we're not going to get into yeah, a political realm today. Just don't eat bats, okay, or maybe it. that did come from that. But, but I think if you start testing, which to be responsible for the NBA, you're going to have to start testing a lot, right? <laughs> And that, and so if you start testing more, you start getting more positive tests. All right. You got, there's a lot of comments that are on Facebook right now. They're just not understanding the point in this. Well, they're just talking about how wrong you are and how right I am. I'm, and uh, and we're, usually, we're on the, Zach, and you, I think we're actually, we agree. We're on the same side of this that I don't think we're not on the know, same side. You're yes, close to my side, but you're not on the same side. What am I disagreeing with you with? I'm not disagreeing with you at all. The only thing that I'm disagreeing with you about is that you're not understanding what I'm t- the point that I'm trying to make. No, I look, Austin, most of the time I understand what you're trying to say or what you are saying. I just don't agree with it. And that's fine. That's the show. I get it. But in this realm, you're saying normalcy. That's what the term we're trying to define. Yes. Normalcy sp- is not the NBA with no fans. Today. I didn't say that. You- I didn't say that. I said the I think the NBA has to complete its successful playoffs. For there to be football on time, does that make sense? I, I I said, but what you are saying of the NBA that is not normal. Correct. You didn't <laughs> start your statement with that. What? No, I, I said I I literally said earlier in the show that college football is most important for us to feel normal. But I said there's no way we're gonna have that on time if another sport is not successfully 
finish their season, other team sport does not successfully finish their season this summer. And I think the NBA is the most important of those options. Does that make sense too? Like I'm, I'm, I'm developing this further. I think the NBA holds the key to football starting on time. That is my opinion. And I think, I think the most important for us to get back to normalcy, but I think the NBA has to do something before we can get football on time. Football is not going to be the first one to just roll out and like, all right, no, no NBA, no hockey, no major league baseball, only golf happened this summer. Football's not gonna be like, all right, screw it, let's roll. Like they're not gonna do that. They're gonna have they're gonna wait for somebody else to to do something first. Well, and I think that's the we're actually lucky in all of this of the time that the coronavirus hit. Look, I wish the coronavirus didn't even come on our shores, but that didn't happen. Whether it was created in a lab or it was because stupid people ate bats, that's in the eye of the beholder. But if it happened during football season, you talk about like going into flu season, everything would have been much different. I feel like the more of the country would be like New York than maybe Nashville, where you can drive, you can do things under just some supervision of being safe. And Scott says, Austin, if the NBA can come back, it looks better for the NFL, but I doubt the NBA comes back. That's literally what I said. Like that's so you're agreeing with me there. You just didn't state it as clear as he did. And that's you didn't you didn't start and I this is my diagnosis of what you said. You did not start the conversation of when you started talking. Look, I said my spiel about college football. You came out, you should have said very emphatically this and then this. And you just kind of sputtered into the NBA and that's where it got this. I set up my Well you can't disagree with how other people digest what you say. I I said you can't you cannot disagree with that though. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. The comments show that. Oh man. Mike is just talking about fake news in here. Paul says (laughs) we won't have major (laughs) contact sports until there's mass testing. That doesn't take that doesn't take more than five minutes for the results. That's a good that's a good comment and I agree with that. Again, my point is, for college football to start on time, the NBA, I think, needs to successfully complete its playoffs. And as somebody else put, um, I'm trying to give uh, somebody credit for their comment about uh, the NCAA does not want to be the guinea pig of this. I don't think the NCAA, big-time college football, or the NFL wants to be the guinea pig. Somebody else has to do it this summer. Yes, nobody wants to be the guinea pig because you talk about a lawsuit. Somebody, right? There's crazy people out there. Somebody is going to get it based on them playing the sport and try to sue the league because of it because they put their employee in an unsafe position, right? Correct. So that's that's the fear, and we're talking big money off of several months of not earning revenue. That's That can kill a business. And it will. Right? And it will kill businesses, absolutely. A to Z Sports here live on a Friday. Let's get to our best and worst uh, segment of the show. The best thing about attending a sporting event and the worst thing about attending a sporting event. Uh, So we're going to get to our best and worst. But first, Zach, tell us about Calvin and Subtle. Yes, Calvin and Subtle, a brand new sponsor here on the show. They just jumped on. They're going to be a great sponsor for a long, long time. And one of the reasons why... We partner with them is to help you guys get brand new hardwood floors in your house. It's very, very easy. You call Calvin and Subtle. They give a salesman out to your house 
within a day or two. Very quick turnaround. They can bring you different samples of hardwood. You can go to their showroom. They will they they make sure they're very conscientious of COVID-19 and the coronavirus wearing gloves, masks, and shoes going into your home. They order the material. The turnaround is two weeks, and the snap of your finger, you've got brand-new hardwood floors. Right here in Middle Tennessee, they've been servicing for years and years, and they can be trusted. A custom job can take a little bit more than two weeks. The regular jobs, I'm telling you, that's two weeks, and you've got brand-new hardwood flooring. It's that simple. Give them a call at 615-448-6414. That's 615-448-6414. Calvin and Subtle, visit their website, take a look. They are trusted. That's one of the reasons why we have partnered with them. All right, A to Z Sports, go check out our podcast feed, A to Z Sports, wherever you get your podcasts, original podcasts covering the Titans, the Vols, and the Preds on that feed, so check them out there. All right, the best and worst segment, Zach. We're asking, let's start with the best. What is the best thing about attending a sporting event? What is the best thing about attending a sporting event. Uh, But always remember, the best and worst segment brought to you by Tucker Agency, Nashville's independent insurance agency, giving you relief by saving you an average of 20% on your personal insurance, an average of 20% on your personal insurance at tuckertn.com. Easy. It's the feels. It's what we've been talking about this entire show. It's the crowd. It's the excitement. Now, This is just my opinion. This is what I've learned in my life about attending sporting events, and I've attended quite a bit. You got to pay to play, all right? If I go to a sporting event, I've got to drop some money to be close to the action. I know not everybody has that ability, and I respect that. But when you're close to the action and the crowd is around you, you feel like you are impacting the game. You feel... Like that's why I like it more than sitting in the comfort of your own home drinking a cold beer watching HD TV because you feel it, right? You feel that moment whether it's a playoff game or a big regular season game, if it's your favorite team, if it's an away game and you visited somebody else's house and your team is winning, standing up, feeling the the heat from everybody else because they hate you but you love what's going on the field. It is the motion of a fan going to a sporting event. It's not the hot dogs and the Cracker Jacks. It's not the oh, oh, oh for Titans fans when they make a first down or some BS like that. It's not about the window dressing. It is about the action and the crowd and the emotion being there in your seat. I think for me, because you brought up a lot of good points, we're asking what's the best thing about attending a live sporting event? I think it's the whatever happens, a hockey goal, soccer goal, a three-pointer, a touchdown, a sack. It's the immediate feeling to turn around behind you to the dude you have no idea who that is and immediately give them the hardest, biggest, loudest high five you possibly can and just be like, hell yeah, bro, and you're just all in it. And it's like your community around your seats, you become your own little family for those moments. And so it's random people that probably would never really have a connection uh, with each other if not for that sporting event and for those moments that you ride the highs and the lows of the people you're sitting with outside of your initial group. That's that's my best because 
I don't know anybody's like my family's had Titan season tickets since I was probably uh, some point in middle school. I haven't been to a game uh, in the stands in five years or so, but that feeling of not even knowing the person's name, but just cheering them on after your team or whoever scores a touchdown or makes a big play. That's huge. Yeah. And the, the hard part is you talk about turning around and high-fiving individuals that you have no idea. And you're absolutely right. Will that go away? I mean, it will go away for a period of time. I mean, Tony Fauci has come out and said, maybe we should eliminate shaking hands. You know, high fives, probably not the best thing. If you don't have that Purell on deck, that's the fear. Like, this is a, a topic for another day, but I don't think about what it's going to affect this year for sports because it's going to. But in four to five years, are we going to get back to where we were two to three years ago? Because that I agree with you. That feeling of high firing, you know, bro, that you have no idea that, yeah, just, and then high firing his little kid too, you know, right. like the, yes. the, the seven year old that's yeah. just ecstatic, like, oh my gosh, somebody just scored. Like that's a cool feeling, and everybody's together. I hope that doesn't dissipate because of this damn coronavirus, whether it was made in a lab or eating bats. Well, okay, and <laughs> just never gonna let that go. Well, but you know, I I, you, the more you talk about it, you, you, I, I'd like to. Maybe somebody has some information out there. I did Who see knows? yesterday the Titans tweeted out like National High Five Day was yesterday, and I'm like, maybe, maybe for the last time. Last last <laughs> national high five day ever. I mean, Rest in peace. and we didn't even get to celebrate the last one. We were robbed of our last <laughs> national high five day ever. You're absolutely right. To read some some comments, Scott says the energy in the fa- uh, in the in the stadium. Lisa says the best thing is that it's live and in your face. Ethan says the atmosphere. Lewis says the popcorn uh, atmosphere from Bob Bobby. Um, another Bobby comes in. Oh, he talked about the, the worst, which is concessions, which we'll get to here in a second. <laughs> um, uh, Bobby brings up his best sports memory. Kevin Durant dropping 51 in a double overtime in Toronto. It's the memory of being there. Bobby, you're going to like from there. That, yeah, that's a good right? one too. That's a really good one. And David says being there with friends and family, got a lot of atmospheres coming in that the, the story of I was there when, and one of my, and this is just a purse pan personal, I say this quite a bit. Everybody knows I love LeBron James right there. You can see that right over the shoulder. LeBron, dream team throwback. I was there, and I went to a finals game when LeBron James won his first NBA finals. That's something I was there for, right? I was in Miami. To tell somebody you were there at the Music City Miracle or or just a huge game, That's that's another reason. Which 80% of the people that tell you they were at the Music City Miracle are lying. Well, I, I know that's a saying. I mean, I, I, I was not. So there. many people say they're there. I was not. I was not there. But so many people are saying they're there. Like I don't lie. I, I'm not a liar. Never have, never will. I'm not will. talking about you. I'm just saying, you know, Mike Keith has talked about this tons of times. That he's heard from half a million people that said that they were there when the stadium only had sixty-seven thousand people in it. That's- and I will, I will say this before we move on to the worst. And Dwayne comes in and says, "Creating memories with the people you love." You know, I feel, uh, I feel good about this, Austin, because we gave away a lot of tickets, whether they're Preds tickets, some Titans tickets over the season, over the years, and they've just coincidentally, randomly gone to father and sons. Yeah, uh, mothers and 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 daughters, and like it's been and they've Siblings, sent yeah. messages. They've they, yeah, brothers and sisters. They've sent messages back to us, slid in our DMs, 
because we've given these tickets away saying thank you for that. And that makes, I, I could speak for you and I don't usually do, that makes us feel really, really good to say maybe we created a memory because we were just doing a giveaway because that's a part of the business model is to give back to our followers. Yeah, absolutely. A to Z Sports here live on a Friday. Let's get to the worst. What's the worst part about attending a sporting event? Uh, I think this is going to just give people a look inside my ADD. But what is the worst part about attending a sporting event? But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Renterswarehouse.com is where to turn to find out how much your home can rent for. There are alternatives to selling your house when you move out. Renterswarehouse.com is the best one. Also, if you happen to own Airbnbs during this trying time, maybe you count on business travel and tourists to fill those Airbnbs for extra income or main income, and they're empty right now. Renters Warehouse can temporarily fill those units and let you get back some of that income that you've already lost. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. There are no binding contracts. So if you just need to rent out an Airbnb for three months, they can help you out with that. Renterswarehouse.com. Did you hear this joke? It's swirling around. And I, I don't take offense to it, people, whoever, if you're a fan of this team. Oh, but boy. did you hear this joke, uh, Austin? It goes like this it says, College football is planning on a season without fans in the stands. So they've reached out to Vanderbilt to see how that feels. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did see that. I did see that. Now, they literally had like 2,000 people at their last football game. Well, six feet away. <laughs> Man, they've got plenty of six feet away options there, true. That is funny. So what is the what's the worst thing about attending a sporting event? I, I'm seeing lots of people uh, fly in here on the comments. What are you seeing there, Zach? David says football TV timeouts, overall hostile drunk people. Happy drinks <laughs> to the game is a plus. Ronald says the worst thing is having somebody stand up in front of you, right? And and that look, I know a guy, and this is a great, hilarious story. He went to a Rolling Stones concert, and he was standing up because it was the Stones in Nissan Stadium, and somebody behind him was like, "Sit down, sit down." Well, you paid you paid money, you can stand up during a Rolling Stones concert if that's what you feel. So that animosity between people, some people like to sit, some people like to stand, but it's their prerogative. They paid for the seat. So Renal brings up a good point there. Dom says backless bleacher seats at college football games. Just benches. That's also a good one. Parking and leaving from Mike. Tall people in front of you of Lisa, what we've said. Concession prices and the lines from Thomas. Jeffrey says Georgia fans. Mark (laughs) says $10 beers. You know what? That's what I'm going to go with. I I was going to go with another one, but Mark, you are correct. I'll be honest. I love me a good ice cold beer. I love me an ice cold cool top, as they say. But you know what I don't love? Paying $14 for a tall boy because that's what's offered at a hockey arena or a football stadium. That beer costs them, and I get it. I get the pro- the profit margin. But paying that, I mean, I'm out 60 bucks at least by the time I leave because I can pound a few barleys. So I, that's my worst thing is the price of beer i do love how uh arthur blank of the atlanta football or atlanta falcons have lowered some prices now they've lowered more food than beer well, because that's that's what it happens but and they've sold they, their their uh, i believe their total revenue on concessions was up because they lowered the price they sold way more 
It's just ridiculous. Nothing, no beer is worth $13.50. And that's the other thing that they do. God knows I don't carry around cash, but if I did carry around cash, I don't want two quarters. I'm sorry. I don't want to put that in my pocket. I don't want to keep up with it. That's another strategy. I hate that to get another 50 cents out of you, nickel and dime in you. The prices of beer don't do that to me. That's my worst thing about going because that's the only place that you're going to get charged $14 for a beer. Uh, Broadway was getting close to that. (laughs) All right. My worst social gatherings. I mean, that's what we're talking about. My, uh, and Paul Allen Thames brings up the Masters has the cheap food menu. I saw so that get posted. You know how like everybody on social media was doing the you've got fifteen dollars picked from these athletes, and it's like some cost five, four, three, two, one dollar. But then it was like you've got fifteen dollars, you can get all the Masters food you want, and it was just all like the two dollar, the a dollar fifty sandwiches, and, and like the Masters does it right, but. Who knows what people have paid and invested to even have that opportunity uh, there. A to Z Sports. My worst thing about attending a sporting event is the lack of connection to outside that stadium. I, I Especially when it comes to football. Because on college football Saturdays and NFL Sundays, other games are happening at the same time. And when there's no internet connectivity, and everything's happening outside that I have to keep up with and want to keep up with. I have trouble doing that because my phone doesn't work Millennial and my phone problem. dies. You're right. Millennial problem. And yes, I, we all have first world problems because we live, we don't live in a third world country. So you're right. And so for, well, for me, it's we, cause we do this for a living. I like to know what's happening in the other game. I, I think like, everybody does, though. Everybody yeah, wants to be in the know. On college football Saturdays, <clears throat> I'm at home. I've got my TV on a game. I've typically got an iPad popped up on a game. And I've got my computer on a game on Twitter. Like I've got like you know three games going. I've got my my recent channels uh, programmed uh, you know strategically to where I can jump back and forth to the different networks and, and check in on all these games. Now, is that information overload? Is that me being a crazy person? Absolutely, but. When I'm at a game, I can't have any of that. So I then feel trapped. And so that's just a personal problem that I can't, you know, uh, appreciate the moment that I'm watching in real in front of my face. But that's that's probably the worst thing for me at this time of going to a game is only being at that game and only watching that one game. Ryan brings up a point that I think Titans fans can relate with and other people like the Jags fans and, and other teams. But the worst is letting the opposing NFL fans take over a stadium. Season ticket holder, as Ryan says, has seen it way too many times. There's nothing worse than going to a stadium and being surrounded by Bostonians rooting Tom Brady on, even though the Titans won that game, the regular season game, or the Eagles game. The Titans won that game as well because the Eagles completely took over the stadium. The Steelers do that. The Packers do that. The Chiefs usually do that. But it's also great to be an opposing fan and take over another stadium. Right, but when does that happen when you're the Titans? When Uh, does that happen when you're the Preds? That never never happens for Nashvillians. We're the Nationals On Demand Sports Talk Network. I... I appreciated and enjoyed going to away games more than home games. As a, uh, as like in, in other stadiums, I don't know how you feel about that. I like being an away fan. I, I find that fun and challenging. 
being an away fan. That that could be one of my best things about attending a game is being an away fan, a visiting well, fan in a hostile environment. Bring it on. Here, That's funny. Here, here's a quick story. I went to the Ole Miss-Vanderbilt game a few years back. Vanderbilt actually beat Ole Miss. Well, that's not really that surprising now. But it, we were in Vanderbilt Stadium, and I was – I was hey, look, when I go to a game as a fan, you better – you're going to hear me because I'm going to speak and I'm going to yell at, at some things and some stuff. And so I was yelling at the Ole Miss defensive coordinator because his coaching was slow, and I was basically saying, you're going to get fired, you're going to get fired. Well – the defensive coordinator for Ole Miss's wife stands up about three rows over and says, tells me to shut my trap and to be quiet. That's my husband. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. He's going to be searching for a new job. You guys may be moving. What do you know? He resigned, but he was forced out at the end of the season. I love the dynamic of the back and forth fan. Now, to a degree. I'm not trying to throw punches no. oh, or of get course. out of like, that. I, that is way yeah, too that's, much. Well, there's some people that are taking it to a ridiculous level. Now, Ryan says, come on, Austin, homer take. I don't know what I said. There was a homer take in the last five minutes. Talking about being a visiting fan. How is talking about liking being a visiting fan a homer take, Ryan? I don't know. I, I don't know about that. I don't know. A to Z Sports, let's get to our, our, our good news to wrap up the show, wrap up the week. What is your good news on this Friday? Ain't that good news every Friday on the show? But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu. Mandu is the pulse of fitness where one 15-minute workout at Mandu simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. How is that possible? Full-body electronic muscle stimulation. You're doing no stress on your joints. Mandus are currently closed, but when they open back up after uh, social distancing and safer at home orders end, that's the best way for you guys to get back on track with your fitness program because you can literally track what you're doing in your body composition, what you need more of, less of. Fast track your, your goals by getting to Mandu. Your first workout is free, so perfect opportunity to try it out at mandu.com. So what is your good news? We do this every single Friday. We try to end the week on some good news. You know, it's been, it's, and we've really had to take a, a hard, long look of what good news is nowadays because it's hard to find because of quarantine, coronavirus, and the state of our world. Zach says the stimulus check came in. That's always, and that's why, again, we partnered with Tucker Agency to maybe reorganize your insurance to save you 20%, to put some more money in your pocket like that stimulus check. But Zach, you'll get a like for that. I have an unfortunate good news for somebody else, but not good news for myself. That's Grant, who I know, who this week, and he's he's clean. I, I have a group of people that I, I do choose to be around to not get coronavirus, but his good news is that he is a spades champion. I did lose in spades on Wednesday night. Bummer. Yeah, that, that really – look, it's a team effort. It's a team effort. So uh, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus – but Grant, congratulations to that. Ryan says, I was talking about when you made the reference about fans uh, taking over opposing stadiums. Titans fans don't get that experience. That's what Ryan was saying. I, don't, I still don't see how that's a homer take. <laughs> uh, Austin, what is your good news? My good news is uh, the last few weeks, my wife and I have tried a new like food delivery service where they send you frozen meals and we've enjoyed it a lot they have smoothies because we busted out zach's wedding gift that as almost two years ago he gave to us was our blender we hadn't used it for 18 months and then all of a sudden we started this delivery uh and now we've gotten smoothies on smoothies and we've been using it like every day 
And so uh, our delivery gets in on Thursday, and it's basically for a full week. Every Thursday we've been getting the, our deliveries for like the last three weeks. When delivery came yesterday, wrong food, wrong order. But guess what? <laughs> Free food's coming in on Tuesday. So now we, they gave us the wrong order. We're still going to like the stuff that they gave us that was wrong, but they're shipping us our real order for free to, for, to replace that uh, on Tuesday, but we get to keep the wrong one. So free food for uh, my wife and I uh, doubling up on our frozen meal stuff. That's, That's abs- my good news. That is absolutely good news. You can't beat that, especially no, in a time of like not ever like because, because now like literally I was going to have to go to the grocery store tomorrow like to restock them on some essentials. Now I bought myself a few more days of not having to spend any money on groceries because we got 12, actually we got like, I don't know, 12 free meals basically is what we did. That's pretty good. Pretty good. good. Uh, see, I thought your yours was going to be Dwayne's that the sun is shining. <laughs> no, that is yep. good. I, I'm actually going to attempt to run today again. I have not run outside in two weeks because of my allergies and my knees as I was running like every other day, my knees started to hurt from uneven sidewalks, but I'm going to try to run again today because my allergies have calmed down a bit and my knees feel rested. So I'm going to give it a shot. All right. So uh, I'll, I'll do a couple of good news. This is, I look, I fight fire with fire. I got a mustache. Screw this coronavirus. We got to get some really good news. First good news is I got my tux mug right there, right? I'm rocking here. Tux is going to make his uh, his appearance on A to Z Sports. If we can get this this guy going, here's my pup Tux. Here, my my real good news though is, and this is this is a sentimental good news. But uh, my dad passed away last year. Tomorrow would be his birthday. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to eat Hattie B's hot chicken. I'm going to make a chocolate pie. I'm going to have a nice glass of bourbon in honor of my dad who is the first birthday that he has not been on this earth. So that's good news. You spin bad news that he's not here into good news. I'm going to hang out with, with my boy Tux. What's your bourbon go to? Uh, I've got a couple up here. I mean, I, I like, you haven't made that decision yet. No, I haven't, I haven't made that decision. So I'm going to have to make that decision here tomorrow, but I'm going to make this weekend a good weekend. I don't care about the damn quarantine. Uh, I'm going to drink a little bit, maybe play some spades, maybe get back into the winning circle uh, that I was before. But uh, that's my good news. All right. Well, hope everybody has a good, safe weekend for sure. Uh, next week's huge week, draft week. We've got draft coverage nonstop all over our social media. So make sure you're following us, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our website's going to have tons of content, a to Z sports, Nashville.com. We're going to have live rat reaction shows for Thursday and Friday night of the NFL draft. So get ready. Draft week is going to be huge. Thanks for watching guys. And hope you have a safe weekend. We'll see you next week. Adios.